Welcome back to another episode of Sports Medicine on Tap. My name is Brandon Eli, and I'm here at Neck of the Woods Brewing Company on a packed Tuesday evening in Pittman, New Jersey. Sitting across the table with Dr. Frey and one of our returning guests, Dr. Murray. Dr. Frey and Dr. Murray, how are we doing tonight? Fantastic. Yeah. Eagles are in the NFC Championship game. Can't for, can't ask for much more than that. And right. you know, I think it's it's a good thing that we're here in a much uplifting note for the last time we were here. We talked about the Mar Hamlin and all that crazy that all unfolded. Unbelievable, and right? Two days after, and now he, he's back out of the hospital and he was attended attended the game last week at the Buffalo Bills Stadium and they from lost, what we know, but still pretty but exciting. Lost, but you know, all in all, everything seems going well for him at least um, to follow up from our, our last episode. So that's always a good thing to see. But with that, you know, one of my favorite weekends in football. Period. I, I don't know why. I think I like Championship Sunday more than the Super Bowl because it's like it's two championships, <laughs> two caliber games. Great games. Instead of just one, you know, you get two. And you know, being an Eagles fan, having the Eagles in the NFC Championship, like Dr. Murray said, is, is fantastic. Um, and then you have a, on the other side of the AFC, you got the Kansas City Chiefs and the Cincinnati Bengals. What the Chiefs do you say? Yeah. And so, again, you know, as you can tell, we're talking about the NFL. And the biggest name and the biggest topic right now this week is Patrick Mahomes and that ankle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And before we get into that, I think you hit the nail on the head. So Frank Frank has been joining us for a lot of these podcasts. He felt mm-hmm. a little under the weather today. He wasn't able to, wasn't able to join us. What a night here at Neck of the Woods, right? It's great. It's awesome. Table's Packed. been filled. We're, we're at a different table recording tonight. You know, it's we always a good thing. We got booted from our usual spot. It's <laughs> that full. <laughs> we usually have a nice little corner in Neck of the Woods, and it was packed when we got here. So we set up in a different location today, but, you know, we're still here. That's great what great night. beer does for you, Frank. Good exactly. work. Exactly. Yep, all to you, Frank. So, yeah, so we have this topic of the high ankle sprain is what's reported for Patrick Mahomes and as of all the reports and the early reporting and all the all his press conferences I'm going to play we're going to go Andy Reid's like he's going to play he's going to go you know he didn't look so great finishing that game after you know he was taking a couple steps back didn't do so well on his throws and other things like that so a lot of question marks going into this week when it's kind of a big game Dr. Murray what do you think you think he plays 100 percent he at least tries yeah. uh, whether he finishes the game or how effective is he, he is is going to be the big question mark but yeah i think you'd have to tie him down to keep him off the field right. at this point yeah you know um you know you see the injury happen and seeing the replay the way it happened you think is it typical of the injury oh i mean it absolutely seemed right on par for what you what you expect with this injury you know that's i think that's players' biggest fears when they run them at the ball is somebody kind of catching them from behind and getting them around their waist, but then all their weight falling on that ankle and the ankle kind of getting stuck and twisted around. You know, obviously, they've tried to decrease the risk of that by outlawing the horse collar tackle because that was one that was notorious for causing this kind right. of mechanism. But it happens still with legal tackling, and right. this was clearly that. And so... Obviously, your biggest concern is, well, how bad did he get it? How much did that foot stick in the ground? Right. Or how much did it give? Is it just the sprain? Does he have a fracture with it? Um, you know, a lot of questions going through your head when you see somebody go down like that. When you see it happen. Yeah. yeah. Now, I uh, sadly, unfortunately, I was on call this weekend. Uh, I, got, I got beat up, and I wasn't able to watch the entirety of it. I was catching little bits here and there. When I saw seen the injury, I was like, no shot, that guy comes back. Right. But he did. Well, yeah, I mean, if you look at it surprising? a few weeks back, I mean, you would have thought Mac Jones was heading for an amputation uh, with the same injury. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. So, and in the late or um, 
not the later game, but the game the next day. Yeah. Tony Pollard, very similar injury, and doesn't come back. Right, right, right. 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 We'll, so, we'll talk a little bit about the difference there. Yeah. And so, you know, that he was able to come back with negative x-rays, which unfortunately, you know, Pollard did not have negative x-rays, right. so he was shut down immediately. I.e. the but, difference. But just a negative regular x-ray doesn't mean he escaped serious injury. Right. right? It just means that they're a little more willing to tape him up and go right. and see how he does. Uh, but it's impressive to come back at all on that. Um, but you could tell he wasn't wasn't the same. He Not couldn't land off that foot. He was throwing off a one foot a lot. What, what was Brent? What, what was the injury specifically uh, for Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. You're talking about yeah. It's uh, been reported a high ankle sprain. Right. So it's um, the one that everyone doesn't really like to hear about. Everyone thinks everyone wants a low grade normal ankle sprain that doesn't have that high ankle sprain. What's the big deal? Tape him right. up. Get him out there. Yeah. Right. That joint is sensitive when it comes to that. You know, um, that little bit of separation in there. All that that force that you try to push through it and you know he's i'm pretty sure it's his back leg if it's so he's right here to throw it's his right ankle so that's his plant foot he tries to drive off that to make a lot of throws and that ankle's not not feeling it and it's cha it changed a lot of his throws a lot of under throws a lot of overthrows, and you know it's everyone talks about patrick mahomes and how he just plays a little unorthodox he throws the ball sidearm back backwards left yeah. arm he does all, everything yeah eyes but, closed eyes open you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah whatever it's no it. looks you know yeah. he, he's done it all yeah but you know, if you can't plant and generate that force through the ground up and try to bring it out, I mean, it's going to change a lot. Yeah. yeah and, and before we continue more down the road of the injury, Patrick Mahomes is the old man veteran of this group of quarterbacks. Of quarterbacks that are left. Yeah. Yep. Isn't that nuts? It's a whole new, new, new era of quarterback in the NFL. 100%. Joe Burrow, what the hell, man? This guy is not getting enough credit. And as a Steeler fan, I can't stand it. But he's really good, and then yeah. and then obviously Jalen hurts, right? Like and then and then, I mean, are you kidding me, Mister Irrelevant, Brock? Mister Irrelevant, last like, pick in the draft. He's legit, and the best quarterback <laughs> in that draft. And this is a right. Steeler fan who has Kenny Pickett on his team. Like, right. like, are you? We're going on seven games, but so far he's legit. Good small yeah. sample he size. He's the but, real yeah. deal. Like, so one one of the things that impressed me most about that guy was um, after whatever game it was, second game, third game, whatever it was, that, that he had won. And I hate to say I forget which game it was. And he was asked after the game, like, like, what do you think about this? It's so amazing. What about this incredible run? You know, you, you know, would you have ever expected for this to, ha to have happened? And, you know, rather than, like, jump into the enthusiasm of the question of the reporter and be like, yeah, it's amazing. What an incredible run. He was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is exactly what I expected. I trained, I watched, I, I, I studied, and I was ready for the moment. And I knew when I got my chance, this is what I, what I was going to do. Like right. that confidence and that poise, and not to be sucked into like the cliche answer and be like, no, no, of course. Like I think that's one of the reasons why this guy is so mm -hmm. just like focused. It's like he's like unflappable. Like he is. It's it's amazing the poise that he has at this level of games, and I think. It all has to do with that. He studies. He knows. He knows the playbook. He knows everything. He's ready to right. go, and he's prepared. And once he gets a chance, I don't know. I, and it blows and, me away. And, and to watch him play, he's good. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And know. it's interesting for I mean to be in that quarterback room, right? With all the you know, go back to July, August, all the drama with Jimmy Garoppolo. Where is he going to go? If he's going to sign, he was working out by himself, or right. coming back from I think a shoulder injury or yeah. whatever the case was, and then. They start the season. They they go with Trey Lance. Right. He, 
He jacks up his ankle. He, really goes down. he goes down. Jimmy Garoppolo comes in. Then right. he goes down. But thank God we yeah. have Garoppolo. Yeah. Thank God we have the best insurance plan in the NFL right now. Right. Then you go, he goes down. Then right. you're like, oh, well, all right, we'll see what happens. So what happens now? God forbid, right? Right. Like, Garoppolo's not supposed to be back for this game. Yep. But what if they do win? God forbid. Sorry. I know. I know. I don't know. Like, it's what a happens in the Super Sunday, Bowl you know? if he's right. ready to go? You really? don't go with him. What? You you can't go with you can't, you can't go with him. No, you have man. to go he's with Purdy. It's amazing. Yeah. Josh Johnson gets bumped. That's, yeah. that's what happens. <laughs> yeah, that's 100%. What yeah. happens next year? Well, Trey that's Lance. a whole other conversation, right? I mean, you know, do you go with the hot hand right. or do you go with the guy that you gave up multiple first-round picks for? Right. right. Didn't really get a chance to prove where they could or couldn't. Right. right. But, so, but the truth was, is, right, so Purdy walked into the, like, a perfect situation. An excellent team, but, like, he manages it. He, he handles it. Like a champ, like they're winning. Yep. So, sure, right. And some of that is him, but some of that system. Right. Oh, yeah. I know as, as much as you know, everybody trying to say Jalen hurts his system, but we saw that Minshew couldn't do it. Right. But if you look back at Nick Mullins, right. he had some pretty good numbers for the Niners. He came to the Eagles and he stunk. Right. Bethard had decent numbers for the yeah. for the right. Niners a couple of years back with Shanahan's program and stunk anywhere else he went. Right. So. I mean, okay, so they could keep him because he works well in their system, but would he do that somewhere else? I don't know. Right. And, right. And you, like you said, I mean, the, the 49ers, I think does. They want, they're going all in this year. They traded for Christian McCaffrey midseason. They got right. one of the best running backs. What a team. Right now at all. They have, you know, right. George Kittle and Debo yeah. Samuel, one of the right. arguably best in their positions. IU. Elijah Mitchell really, is a great running back, and he's your backup now. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, calf injury, does that fall into the topic? Christian McCaffrey, does yeah, he play? Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> oh, he'll play, yeah. He'll play. It's interesting though. Right. But I'll take my neighbor Dallas Goddard over George Kittle. I'm just Is he your saying. neighbor? <laughs> he moved into my neighborhood. I've never seen him, but He's apparently legit, lives there. Man. Apparently he lives there, play. yeah. No. You know, when, when, when they let um, why am I blanking now? Uh, uh, Zach Ertz? Zach Ertz. Yeah. When, when they let him go, you know, Goddard was a fairly highly tatted, but he wasn't playing up to his reputation at that point right. and i thought to myself it might be a mistake he's been great he's been really good all year more yards after the catch and more blocking off the line yeah. and just throwing hurts. people on their freaking back well, it, yeah. by. it's yeah. amazing yeah. yeah you can't argue that and you know it's it's interesting for the eagles at least talking tight ends you know we go from brent selick zach Ertz, now dallas goddard it's just a good transition of just people who are just playing the position at such a high level it's a really good point before that you had chad lewis and all he did was catch touchdowns holy crap yeah. so <laughs> but yeah, yeah. All right. So we've gotten off topic a little yeah, bit a little here, bit. But, but back back to the injury. Jeff, I'm going to ask you, can you tell me the difference between the injury that Mahomes had versus the injury that Pollard had and why Mahomes, and, and, and there may be more than one reason here, but why, why was Mahomes able to come back, albeit not a shell of himself, but not his full self? And why was Pollard not able to come back at all? Sure. I mean, the, the easy answer is the x-rays were different, right? right. So Mahomes' x-rays uh, that he fought extremely not to go get, were negative. They didn't show any obvious fractures, whereas uh, my understanding is that Pollard's did show a fracture. Now, when you talk about the fracture, this kind of injury, when you talk about this injury, right, you don't necessarily get the fracture at the ankle itself. This injury occurs with a significant twisting force through the ankle, mm -hmm. and that force actually works its way kind of up between the two bones of the, of the lower leg and exits out the fibula or the bone on the outside of the leg up towards the top. 
So you actually, it's, it's not right, right up near the knee. So, you know, your extras, the ankle might not look terrible. And then you get an x-ray up higher and you see that there's a fracture up, up higher. That is clearly a sign of more significant injury uh, once that happens. And once that happens, you kind of shut down. Now, run-of-the-mill x-rays without a fracture may look okay, but that doesn't necessarily mean you've escaped more significant injury. Yeah, what um, do you mean? Which is, you know, I'm sure... There's other options. You could do what's called a stress x-ray, which means you kind of put the forces similar to the ankle injury uh, under an x-ray and see if the bones shift or move, um, which is probably not the player's most favorite thing to do. Right. Something you could do acutely <laughs> at the at the site if you really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Hurts um, a little bit. Or, yeah, hurts a little bit. Um, or more, more likely is, uh, you know, an MRI after the game or in the following days to see how significant the injury is uh, on the MRI, because that's most likely the more, most sensitive and accurate uh, test to do to, to get full severity of the injury. Is there a name for that fracture that Pollard had? It's called a Masonuve fracture. Right. A fancy word. Fancy word, right. I, I think that it indicates that the fact that the ligaments tore down by the ankle, mm-hmm. tore all the way up between the through, through, between the two bones, and, and, and then, the, the ankle, then the bone broke at the mm-hmm. top there. Very unstable injury. Yep i.e. going to surgery. That guy's not coming back. Yep. What about the positions they play? You think that impacts it at all? Even if it wasn't a Masonu fracture, if it was the same injury. Between Mahomes back. and Pollard? I mean, yeah. I think, I don't think there's that much difference because of the way Mahomes plays the game. Yep. He's right. not the typical drop back passer. Although He's not you, like a running quarterback either. He's kind of this in-between. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, shifty, although, although more like an escape artist. Extend the play, yeah. 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 You could put him back Throw as a drop-back back. passer, and he probably still do pretty well. Right, right. right. So, um, but again, which I we're think probably going to find out about this week. <laughs> but it, it, you know, it gets it get back to you know Brandon's point earlier of well, it's his back leg, right? So he's got to push off of that, which I think really makes point. it a little more difficult. I mean, really I think the point. deep ball is going to yeah. be difficult. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, we don't know who's going to win. Yeah, going today but you know it's interesting looking forward it's like oh well, man poor Mahomes he's going to go to do it again where when he played that Super Bowl against Tom Brady and the Bucks I'm pretty sure he had a foot injury a turf toe or something along those lines that's right I forgot and about he that he was running for his life all night yeah and he tried everything he could yeah and he still made it look manageable like he was trying Iron but, you Man know, toughed it out right. yeah very impressive but you know but still an end result couldn't keep up and they ended up losing that game yeah I mean, the, I mean, to go back to that Super Bowl, the Buccaneers had amazing pressure on him all night long. He was at this. He and didn't that have team a was very, very good. good. Yeah. You know, that um, defense was unbelievable. Yeah. Well, it happened again. You know, unfortunate injury to Mahomes when, for the big AFC championship game. And I don't know. I, I actually think Cincinnati is probably the better team mm-hmm. going in. And now you got Mahomes hurt. Um, I don't know. Makes for, for makes Just for healthy, hurt. right? I mean, he's got, it's going to help when you have your. Starting franchise quarterback completely healthy versus one that's got a bad leg. Right. And I feel like Cincinnati, we didn't get a real true um, indication of just how good they are throughout most of the season, right? Like Burrow was sort of hurt at the beginning of the year. Then Jamar Chase got hurt. And they, like they weren't, and there, there's a couple points, two or three games during the season, which they were sort of clicking on all cylinders. And then somebody else would go down. And then somebody else would go down. But in those few moments where they are clicking on all cylinders, they're a good team, man. And I mean, they were in the Super Bowl last year. You know what I mean? Like, right. They're not. They're not just a team that came out of nowhere. Right. Everyone expected them to do really well, and here they are again in the AFC Championship. And it took them a little while to really right. rev it up. But, yeah, but beginning like, of the season, they were not looking the greatest. Yeah. But it's all about getting hot at the right time, and the right time is 
and clearly Burrow took it to heart, right? I was like gonna that, say, that they buffalo. Have, they have that edge of feeling like they're disrespected. Yeah. Yep. Right. right. You don't want to play a really good team with a chip on their shoulder. And they, they got and something to prove. They are. And that, it looks like that's what the Bengals are taking into this game, which is it's going to make it very interesting. Sure. Sure. What if what if Cincinnati does win and the Eagles do win and you got the Kelsey's bro- Kelsey brothers uh, playing against each other? Well, the Chiefs well, would the have Chiefs. to win for the that. Chiefs. I, like I said. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll yeah. have another P2P, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah. It'll be funny that it'll be, you know, their parents, that's got to be an awesome moment as a parent, right? You're sitting up there and both of your kids are playing the Super Bowl. But I'm pretty sure, I think that's happened, I think it happened like last year or something along those lines where Kansas City and the Eagles had a playoff game the same. And the, I remember there was a report of like their parents had to like take a plane as soon as they got done one game, right. go to the next game right. or whatever. Well, it would be um, the same, yeah. Yeah. This year, they, but... I don't think they can make both. They're, yeah. they're too Couple. close together, yeah. time wise, too far apart, right. distance wise. Right. 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 And you just you wear the double jersey, right? The half yeah. Eagles, half uh, Kansas City jersey. Send mom one, send dad the other. Exactly. That was like, um, you know, talking Philly sports was like in the uh, uh, baseball. Nola. Yeah, the Nola brothers played against each other. Right. You know, that's always interesting. You know, dad wore one, one jersey one day, then the other jersey the next day or something like that. Sometimes you wear one jersey and the other one. Yeah, underneath. You, and then you just peel it off if you're not uh-huh. cut, you don't have the right one when. Well, it's, it's a weird side note. Did you did you see the stat on that about how hard Aaron Nola's thrown pitches? He's only thrown, thrown a certain number of pitches, like I want to say over 96 or mm-hmm. something like that in his career. Mm-hmm. Say it was like 15. Nine of them were to his brother. Oh, you're yeah. kidding like, me. No, yeah, Is it was like right? some weird, some, some I don't crazy know those exact numbers, but it was, but it was, it was very heavy that most of them were against his brother. Oh, yeah. It's just yeah, you got the adrenaline pumping, yeah. and like, yeah. uh, this, and, this one has to. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and it's like your brother. It's like it's such a comp- competitive thing that you do. And I mean, and his brother was a catcher, too. So, you know, those two have been playing catch for probably you know, forever. Forever. Right. You know, and that's awesome. That's, that's a good edge. I mean, if I go and get one on one of my brother, you're going to give it your all because, yeah. You've been doing Heck, it all your life. Yeah, yeah, your whole life. And then on that stage, oh, man. Yeah, you, you got to. All right, all right. Jeff, can you tell us the difference between your standard ankle sprain, um, and, you know, what, what would we generally refer to that as, and then why is that different than the sprain that Mahomes currently has? So, uh, you know, your typical ankle sprain, kind of where that your foot just kind of twists in, causes uh, injury or damage to the ligaments that are on kind of the outside of the ankle. And certainly they cause pain and you can get some, with chronic or significant injuries, you can get some little bit of instability in the ankle Mm -hmm. from those. But this uh, injury happens a little more higher up and central to the ankle. So kind of right right in the middle of the ankle. And those ligaments uh, have much more work to do to keep the ankle stable um, and keep the two, the tibia and the fibula in close proximity to each other and keep what's called the talus or the bone underneath those in the proper position. Mm-hmm. Right. And if those have any discontinuity, then there's uh, significant instability around the ankle that causes significant pain and difficulty with any twisting, planting, any type of activities like that. Looking for the positive notes on this, right? Like would have been best if it was just you know the run of the mill ankle sprain and you whatever but you get hit with the high ankle sprain and like we touched on in previous episodes like it seems as least at least i mean it's tuesday now it's been a couple of days since the game he's avoiding surgery for every reason and i think i hope so 
I for think now. for now, right? Like right. it'd be interesting to see if you know whatever the outcome of the game is, they lose, and the next thing you know, that next following Monday, he's he's going to get surgery because it right. was that bad. We might not hear about it, but you're right. Right, it very well could happen. Disclaimer: We don't actually have access to their to their information. Exactly. We're not disclosing anything. We're just making our best guesses based on the information that was released to everybody else. Yep, whatever we can find on Twitter, ESPN.com. You know, That's whatever, right. Whatever That's the right. good stuff we can get, yeah. get some information for you, everyone out there to you know kind of see what we're seeing and take our kind of our take on it at least from our experiences and everything else right um i mean it's, it's going to be an interesting sunday for sure for sure right 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 now let's say let's say you know we have the benefit of you know getting information just like we talked about know, knowing what the actual injury is but someone walks into your office or, or i should probably say Crutches into your office, right? Yeah, exactly. And uh, they're complaining of their ankle injury. They, you know, they were just playing whatever sport, and their 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 leg is killing them. Their ankle's killing them. You know, what what does the exam look like? What are the different things you're doing to try to figure out? You know, what's going on here? Sure. Well, first and foremost is trying to see if they remember mechanism. You know, what happened? How did it happen? You know, what were the more detailed things with the injury itself. How does this mechanism differ from the standard ankle sprain? So, you know, the typical ankle sprain is that where people say that oh, I rolled my ankle, so that foot kind of turns underneath, whereas this is more of the ankle gets flexed up and then twisted out. Right. So, you know, it's a little different different mechanism. So you can kind of get that that sense. You know, if you got a basketball player that comes in and says, I jumped and I landed on either opponents or my mm -hmm. own teammate's foot and rolled back or volleyball players do it yeah. all the time. Like, all right, you're going to say it's probably more the typical angle sprain. But this kind of thing, we're getting tackled, twisted around, you know, maybe looking for that. But then then it's all about where tenderness is, right? So it's the tenderness on the outside of the mm -hmm. ankle. So that's much more comforting, you know. Right. With, with uh, this kind of injury, you're going to have more centralized tenderness and then sometimes some tenderness on the inside of the ankle as right. well and then feeling up at that uh the fibula that bone on the outside all the way up towards the knee see if yeah. they have tenderness up there where you could have that fracture you know there's some tests where you can kind of squeeze the ankle or squeeze the calf and see if there's pain because that pain gets transmitted down through uh through the leg into that area right right i typically i'll squeeze like mid mid tip fib like both sides like yeah. mid calf and mm -hmm. if they feel it down by the ankle i'm like oh yeah not good please no please right. no and, and, you know, for me, I don't know about for you, Steve, but for me, I'm not a big MRI guy for ankle sprains. You me know, I, I weigh it off. But Essentially never. this, except for this. Except for if this. this. You know, if I see this, then then I get it. Oh, do I you really? Know. I'm more likely to on a high ankle sprain because I want to look and see You know, Dr. Severity. Brent said the same thing, and that's probably the right answer. And, and maybe it's because I had gone through training just, you know, five years ahead of you guys or whatever. Not not very long, but a nice small, old. small that's what I'm getting at because I'm comes the old fart yeah um, but like you know I'll do the stress x-ray or the gravity stress x-ray where you have them laying on their side on the mm -hmm. on the x-ray table and just let the, the weight of their foot sort of drift to the side and do the x-ray and see if it opens up immediately mm -hmm. or see if it, see if it displaces it to, to tell us if it, is this an unstable injury or is it a stable injury and I, I just kind of go by that and you know maybe, maybe I should re rethink my thought process now and actually just get the MRI and, and your patients see. might like you better. True. Because <laughs> those x-rays hurt. That's a good point. Well, the <laughs> gravity stress isn't yeah, terrible. Not as bad. But, but literally, still. like I remember being uh, um, not even like a resident or, or a fellow, but out in practice, putting on my leg gloves and going into the extra room and doing it. And people being like, ah, 
as I'm doing the x-ray. And uh, you're right, those patients probably would like me a lot better if I just said to get an MRI. Yeah. Uh, so, so in that scenario, I would, I would change. In that practice, we didn't have the ability to shoot the x-ray, right? In order to do it, you have to be able to shoot the x-ray from the side. Mm -hmm. So for what it's worth, patient lays down on the table, they turn on their side. If the x-ray beam is coming from above, you can't get a side extra, you can't get the right x-ray from, but if you have the ability to shoot the x-ray from the side when they're laying on their side, mm -hmm. then you could do that stress x-ray on that table. In that practice, we didn't have that ability, so I'd go and I would stress it myself, and they didn't like it. Yep, <laughs> for sure. I got, I got a question for you, Brandon. Sure. Right. In my mind, high ankle sprain, he's done for the day. Like, like mm -hmm. not, not just for the day, he's done for a little while. But yet Mahomes came back in. Mm -hmm. What do you do if you're the trainer? Mm -hmm. Like, what are you, what magic are you trying to pull off to get him back in there for this particular game? Almost everything. Right. So especially with that stage and that that caliber of an athlete, right? Yeah, you can tape it. Sure. Personally, when it when I when I see high ankle sprains and it's like one of those situations where like they're like I don't know seventy percent functional without anything on. It's like oh, let's tape them up, gives them some support. Right. Um, you beef it up a little bit. It's not just your regular ankle ankle taping. It's not just you know the lateral ankle taping with just regular white tape. I throw a lot of heavier stuff on there. Sure. Um, personally, I like what's called a Spartan slipper. Um, it's what a, is that? It's very interesting. It's um, it's an ankle taping, but you take um, a thicker tape and you cut it in half, and you and it's like it's hard to explain explain on a, on a podcast here, but you kind of rip the tape in half and you wrap it around the ankle itself. So it kind of looks like, you know how like Spartan slippers have all those laces. I can kind of picture it. You, I, what I do is I do a one split below the ankle joint itself, like kind of on the fibula at the bottom and the one on the top. So it kind of mimics what the that joint is, trying to keep those two bones as tightly as you can together. Right. And then you load that thing up and then, you know, as you saw on Sunday, they spatted his ankle, which is tape on the outside of the ankle to give it as much support as possible. Sure. You hope for the best. Yeah. Right. And you're like, nothing's worse than when you spat an ankle or you tape someone crazy and you put them back in and then something happens to that ankle right away. Like it's just unfortunate event of just football, right? He gets tackled again oh, and got his right in the ankle. Oh, he, he looked like he had so much tape on that ankle. It wasn't going to move at all. At all. Right. right. Like he had no range of motion in that ankle right. after that thing was taped. It was like a mini cast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Right. I've even seen it when um, I was working at a, a different college before that we would use casting material on ankle tape for linemen. Like we would just wet it put it on one layer on no. and it would, it would be so stiff but like after playing a game with it it would give way but it would be so rock hard under there that you would get right? amazing <laughs> stability with it so and this is the beauty of having not just docs on or not right. just this is the beauty of having multiple specialties yep on the show because like like hearing you say it i'm like Brilliant. Like that, that's awesome. But, but that's not something that we learn in medical school. And that's why it's great to have this different sort of levels of training. Yeah. You know, like in my mind, that was over, man. There's no shot that guy's mm -hmm. coming back. And I don't know anything about a Spartan slip and taping. <laughs> that's just not. And I think the general public, like uh, when they think like, you're the doc, you know all of this. No, I know my share. Right. And I know the, the basics to everybody else's share but i don't know the intricacies of everybody else right. i don't know the intricacies of physical therapy i have the general concepts of physical right. therapy. i don't know the intricacies of uh athletic training i have general concepts mm -hmm. you know the intricacies right like like, like you know the spot and slipper and yeah. you know that we can use casting tape one thin layer mm -hmm. before we do the tape like that's pretty awesome stuff you know i did you know about that no 
but and you have a physical enough, therapy background. I have enough questions that could last a whole co- <laughs> podcast about that, but we can we can talk about yeah, that. Yeah, it, it was an interesting. But, I mean, I I didn't do it myself. Like I wasn't the one who did it. It was when I I was an intern, and the the person I was working under that was his go-to, and we had a real bad ankle for like. It was more or less for linemen because they're not running the super hard cuts and stuff. Right. But you lock that ankle up enough and it's pretty that's, stable. That's your and once, goal. And once right? they break it, like break it in a little bit, cause you know, that, that fiberglass does get pretty tough. Yeah. You know, once you break it up a little bit and move, they would love it. And right. So, I've never felt my ankle feel more stable. Like, oh, okay, I guess this works. <laughs> I almost wonder like, can you do this every game for these guys? I right. Like a typical cast, you're putting like four or five layers, all the uh, stuff on, but you do one light layer. More than that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's pretty stiff, but it's, somewhat mobile in its in a sense and once you move it around enough you you, you can kind of have some movement in right there. yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. like i said I, I mean my initial concern is does all that force now go just above that right end of that and then you fracture right above that kind of right. like we see people that fracture in a ski boot or right. uh yep. you know but, a snowboarding boot right they fracture right tape, I, uh, so i mean it's i have to see it right, right. but right. that's what you get nervous that you're going to make lock it down so much that all the force is going to go right above where you stop create a stress riser right just, there and then yeah, you got yeah. the problem yeah, i mean yeah. like there's there's a textbook way to tape an ankle and then there's so many different ways that you hear people doing it in the trenches if you will you know they all do it differently i tape my ankles way differently than half the people that i know or vice versa you know it's just right. something you pick up along the way and what works for you what what's works stable, for you yeah. what you feel and then you know really it comes down to the athlete preference right like you know what what they like more some don't like all that tape at all some like as put as least tape as possible. It's like, all right, I make sure all this major things are safe and I'll, I'll leave some of the extra stuff out so it doesn't feel too bulky for you or whatever the case is. Right. So, I mean, lots of tape is going to be on. I mean, I'm sure within minutes of the warm-ups or the videos, once they get cameras on the field, there's going to be zoomed in on his ankle and what's on it, what's going on. 100%. And, and then you go down the, the line of, is he going to wear a brace too with it? And tape, I think or, you will. you know, or whatever the case, whatever the case I is. I was shocked if he doesn't. You know? And, and I got to think the strategy for Cincinnati, I think one of their weaknesses is that the defense is good, but not great. Mm-hmm. But I think they're just going to like release the hounds, you know, yep. like, like, like send, the, send all the pressure you can make them move around and make them uncomfortable. Right. Right. Obviously, this is not like a like a bounty gate situation. You're not trying to right. kill, hurt him. You're just trying to make a move and expose right. his weaknesses, which is going to be his mobility. Make, and if he's going to throw, make him throw deep and yeah. he's less likely to be able to get the, the, the enough power and then. And, and, but that could burn them, right? Like, like all of a sudden you start you start leasing up on defending the deep ball, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, touchdown. And then, or you oh. know, the mastermind of Andy Reid, right? Or he unleashes the hounds of the offensive running backs, right? Rutgers own. Hey, violent. I mean, that's, that's only what I was gonna say the violent local boy. He's very local. Isaiah Pacheco, you know, yeah. he, that kid runs hard, man. He runs hard. And he's fast. And he's fat. I mean, he was the fastest running back for the forty-yard dash this year, coming out of the combine. Right. Um, I'm from Violent, so yeah, I've been rooting for him all year. That's you know? fantastic. So of course I'm for it, but yet another South Jersey guy. Yeah, you know you can't you can't complain when your hometown is making the big news and that kid's doing really well. What was it? He started off in like kind of like their little diamond in the rough. No one really talked about him, yeah. but in all the I game, drafted him. I, I did too. I did in every league I had. <laughs> um, but you know, I think it was one of the Sunday night games, and I think uh, it was Chris Collingsworth. Um, talking about it, like yeah, when we talked to the Andy Reid this week and the Chiefs, they, they they just kept kind of brushing him off to the side. They didn't really want to talk about him too much. They think they just kind of kept it in their back pocket, like a little purposefully. Secret. And midseason, they make him the starter. And I mean, he's not putting up numbers that are like they're not a heavy running running back game. Andy Reid teams never are right, but the kid's involved and he runs really hard. He's making a good name for himself, yeah. and he could be leaned on a little heavier now. Right. 
Right, Who right. Knows? Jarek McKinnon also, you right. know, maybe doesn't get enough credit. Uh, good running back. Yeah. And could, you know, help carry that team. Yeah. Out of the dump off guy. Mm-hmm. And if they have Travis Kelsey, right? Like, yeah. like a, yeah. It's, 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 not, it's not fair. I'd still take Goddard. <laughs> Eagles have the better Kelsey brother if you want to go to go that far who knows um, but I think it's also interesting too is um, when a, for me talking with a few random people just about the whole Patrick Mahomes thing was how he got tackled everyone was like oh his knee looked like he just got jacked up in the that was too. my first thought too right mm-hmm. so to kind of question both of you like what do you think would have been better if the force went through his knee or it, how, how it was like through his ankle like if he you know that valgus it looked kind of like a valgus force kind of probably would have been like an mcl kind of deal right an mcl on a, on a week notice versus a high ankle sprain on a short notice to get you in through an afc championship game Thoughts? what would you prefer well if you could guarantee it was only a low-grade mcl i think i would take that yeah but 10 times over yeah 100 yeah, percent there's a lot of risk of associated injury with an oh, MCL yeah. that yep. you would not want. <laughs> right. Right. So um, if you could guarantee me that it was a, you know, grade one, two one and a half ish yeah. MCL, then yeah, sign me up. Yeah. Because you, know, you could brace that. You can, mm-hmm. you know, he can still put his weight through his ankle to yeah. push off. It's yeah. going to hurt a little bit, but it's not hurt nearly as much as right. this. I is typically think of that as a nine day injury, right? And I typically think of a, of a high ankle sprain. Like a bare minimum, if it truly is high ankle sprain, bare minimum, three weeks at the yeah. minimum, right? It's all, like, and, it's and, all across the that, board. That's the thing. It's so it's variable. variable. Yeah, yeah, it's one of the things that makes these things frustrating. So actually, as we get there, that leads to you know perfect segue, man. So assuming it's going a non-operative route, we have we have some excellent foot and ankle docs. We have you know Dr. Branton. He sees a ton of this stuff for us. We've had him on the show a hundred times, so we don't see this as often as say he does, but but. In, in your experience, what, what's the expectation here? What, what, you know, in terms of these types of injuries, how long are people usually out well, outside of this heroic? Yeah, effort? I mean, so that that's the tricky part, right? Is is how do you gauge it? What do you look at? So if you mm-hmm. if you're comfortable saying there's no instability at the ankle, then it's, you know, again, you know, usually with run of the mill ankle sprains, I'm okay in a boot. Weight bearing is tolerated. With this, try to stay off of it until yeah. you can do that with no pain. It's fine. If you so, can, if you can wait better with no pain. It's no pain. Can, that's right, right. That's right. You know, um, then you can start progressing. I, I think it's usually a minimum of two to three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, minimum, yeah. But uh, generally, I'm if I have a high suspicion of can you know concern, like I said before, and if they're a higher level athlete. Probably getting the MRI and having follow them up with Brand. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. Because, right. Like, because well, there we go. not that I can't can't fix it. It's yeah. a you know, pretty straightforward mm-hmm. surgery to fix it, but why not let the guy that does it do it all the time do right. it, yep. right? That's going to give the, the patient the best predictive outcome. How, how do you decide whether you need to do surgery on this or not? But again, I, I, that depends on stability or instability in the ankle, right? So yeah. right. you can That's blatantly see it on x-ray, right? So you look at the, the, uh, the tibia and the fibula. Assuming there was no fracture, right? right. That, that changes right. the game. Right. Yeah, so that kind of seals the deal. But no fracture you look at the tibia and the fibula you know in a, in a couple of views we look at there should be a certain amount of space between those two bones if that space is too big you're using gestalt or there are actually some numbers there six Not millimeters six millimeters <laughs> you go that boy you're gonna get fancy yeah but you look at that and you see all right is is there greater than that widening all right is greater than that widening then you have you know instability or concern of instability and then the space between the inside of the ankle and that tailless bone you can also look at that if it's any more than medium four millimeters space. yeah the medium clear space Anything more than four millimeters, you get worried about. So, 
you know, those are indicating factors of going to surgery and fixing this thing. Right, right, right. And then is there more than one option from a surgical route if you, if you do need to operate? So there's more than one option, but I personally think there's one right option, if that makes sense. It does right. make sense. So the classic old school answer yeah. is screw fixing. Right. Put a screw through the outside, the, through the fibula, across into the, into the tibia and clamp down that. Hold, hold right. it in place until the scar, until the ligament right. scar down. Mm -hmm. Problems with that, several. One is you either leave the screw until it breaks, yeah. it's gonna break, yeah. or you have to go back and take it out to a second surgery. Right. Mm. The other thing is that under CT studies, they've seen that reduction's not always great. Right. Right. And reduction's the key to this. You gotta get that, that what is fibula. Reduction? Just, so just meaning to... that the fibula has a specific place it likes to sit next to the tibia. Right. And then you can- concave groove. Right. And it, you can just put a screw wherever you want. Yeah. And it's right. going to go right there. tighten that out. Yeah. It's going to go right into that spot. So if you are off on your reduction, the screw is going to keep you off. Right. And yeah. so that can lead to a lot of post-traumatic issues, post-traumatic arthritic changes and syndesmotic issues right. and things you don't want. So the other option is the newer option. It's called a tightrope fixation, mm -hmm. which is a fixation with suture. Where You're welcome. Buttons. Yeah, right? Yeah. So there's buttons on either side of the suture that goes across the bones. So A, you don't have to take it out, right. it's there. And B, more uh, consistent reduction has been shown with that. Right. More uh, congruent reductions with right. that. And then lastly, it's been shown that you can be more aggressive. Right. You can get them moving, get them going. You know, it's classically that Tua, Tua injury, right? Back in Alabama, 28 days from surgery to play. Right. Right. Wow. You put screws Impressive. in. Screws in, you're looking Season's at four over. months, six months, Season's you know, because you got to take the screws out. It's a whole big thing. 28 days from. Yeah. Unless you're Terrell Owens. That was shocking, but we won't right. go down that yeah. road. Yeah, right. yeah. That's a whole different beast. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And I bet some of him may have been against what we would call medical against advice. medical advice. Right, right, yeah. right, right. right? You, know, you know, those screws are going to break. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. I don't care. <laughs> Super Bowl. Right? You yeah. got to go for it. So, but, you know, more classically now, and, and I think with most of the literature coming out, you, you see that the the tightrope or the the suture fixation um, is more predictable, quicker recovery, right? And the way to invasive. go. Yeah. And I'd be shocked if anybody operating on somebody at a level of Mahomes is still putting screws. Right. Yeah. Right. Now this is a little off the wall question. Do you think there would there would be any possibility of, of there being an, an advantage to do the x-rays to do the mri and being like all right sunday night or sunday during the day being like hey let's put in a tight rope let's put in this and does that give them a better chance to play if we do that versus taping it up real tight um what'd you call it the spartan kind of, slipper spartan slipper uh yeah. brace this that and that and whatnot is, is one potentially better than the other i think one week is tight me too. For Me too. wound healing, wound complications. Right. I think, I yeah. think you're setting yourself now, up for a lot of other if issues. They win on Sunday. You got right. two weeks. You got two weeks. Maybe yeah, it's two like weeks if, you, if do you did it right and you like really had all the hope in the world that Chad Henney could come in and win you a game. You give him three <laughs> 98 weeks. 98 yard drive. Yeah. 98 yard drive. Right. Right. Give right. him three weeks. But, I don't know. But two weeks, you may consider it. I right. mean, it might be worth I Certainly mean, pushing the borders of it's of, not unheard of for somebody to have surgery after the AFC championship game and play in the Super Bowl. Right, right. Two weeks is a lot more than one week. Elway yeah. did it and won the Super Bowl. So right. well, it was shoulder surgery, but which is even crazier because he was a quarterback. But, Pretty amazing. Yeah. That's wild. Anyone in the 
general population for the most part will have, say they have a tightrope surgery, right? They're going to right. PT two to three times a week or something like that. Yeah. Whereas Patrick Mahomes, I would have- 16 uh, hours a day. Yeah, at least. <laughs> like, right. It's his job literally right. to go and get rehab all day long. I mean, That's his job. You know, athletic right. trainers He's not in the going NFL, to work and then uh, trying to squeeze right. it in. That's I have that job. conversation a lot with yeah. high school athletes, oh, college yeah. athletes. Like, there's a difference here. There's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally their job to show up to that facility where their medical staff is, who's right. going to treat them all day long for a full eight hours if you have to. Right. You know? Or and, 10 or 12 right. or whatever However long it takes. Let alone the other person that they hire to come in and help after right. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you talk big caliber athletes. I mean, LeBron has his own personal athletic trainer. Sure. Goes with him everywhere. You yeah. Know? And speaking of LeBron, so, you know, I look back because we did cover this topic once before. Mm -hmm. Second show, LeBron. And yeah. that, <laughs> like, like that is a ways back. To shine a spotlight on just how heroic, I, I, I think the, the concept of Mahomes playing next week is, you know, how long do you think the average person would be out with this particular injury great like grade one grade two you know like like what yeah. what i mean you like said, I said highly I think variable but what, what think, is that like i said i think it's minimum two to three weeks yeah. minimum could right? be i mean it could be and six. How, how far long yeah i've seen 12 man yeah honestly like i, I can see going on up and I, I would say yeah you know two to 12 weeks like literally if someone asked me that's that's I'll what be, i would say two i'll to be honest weeks. usually six without weeks. an mri yeah. If I'm getting seven, eight, nine, I'm worried I'm missing some instability. That's true, right? right. And then, and then that that's a much worse outcome in or, the end for that person. Or, or not necessarily instability, but a secondary injury we're not seeing. Right. It'd mm -hmm. be as high as a twenty-five percent chance of having an osteochondral injury right. to the what, bone. What, what is that? So that's a damage to the cartilage. Yeah. Of one of the bones around the ankle, most typically the talus or the bone that sits underneath. Right. With that force, you can shear off a piece of that cartilage. That's and sometimes bad. you can see it on x-ray if there's bone associated, but you don't always see it. And so, am I, are you missing something MRI. along those lines? Yeah, it's another support for the MRI I there. understand your point. Yeah. So, yeah you know, I have mean, South Jersey Radiology to send me a check. For, <laughs> <laughs> it's in the mail. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you never want to be in a situation where you miss something like that and it's like, and it, they're not in a position where they're like, oh, let's see how it progresses in the next couple of days. Like, no, we got to go full tilt, 100%. We got to get you back. We got to get you on the field for Sunday. You know, that, that's yep. that's our main goal. And they have the staff and the, the money and the technology to do all that stuff. Right. So, oh, it, yeah. Yep. Good Lord. I'm sure when he's not in therapy, he's in a hyperbaric chamber. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, his vitamin regimen within... Within the confines of what's allowed within the NFL and every right. every every little advantage, anything oh, yeah. anything that may potentially help. Do you think he is getting uh, Toradol or anything like that before the game? And do you think he's getting any injections uh, uh, separate from Toradol uh, before the game? Um, and this is you know so, pushing the limits. Yeah, do we I covered, think he, we covered do I the think blackjacks. And we had our own stance. Do on, I agree with it? That's a different question, right? right? Or we had our own. So we wouldn't do it. We wouldn't the, do. It. We didn't want to. We yeah, didn't want to jeopardize anybody's health. No, right. Yeah. But um, again, you're looking at different, 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 different beasts and like what's different, going on, right? Yeah, money, different things. Stratospheres. And, yeah, <laughs> and um, uh, I would be shocked if he doesn't get something. Right. I think toward all at the very least. Uh, the he, question if, is, you know, do you give him a, do you give him a, you know, steroid injection? In the ankle. And if you do, well, not necessarily in the ankle, but just above the ankle, right? Like at the level well, of the high ankle. Yeah. And then if you do, do you go with 
steroid injection? Or do you go with lidocaine or marcaine or, you know, just purely an anesthetic uh, kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's dealer's choice. But right. I mean, I think at the very least he's getting Toradol. Right. I mean, I don't think there's any, probably any question about that. I have to imagine And if, I, if I'm guessing, he's probably also getting an anesthetic, probably steroid. Mm-hmm. But but in reality, when I when, if it were me, I, I worry about how that impacts the healing of those ligaments. So I long worry term. about you know his long-term career. Right. And then the other thing you, I guess you worry about, it, if you numb that area up, you give him an anesthetic, like, like you, you want him to have some ability to recognize oh crap i just made this worse you know what i mean right. like then you lose some of that ability if you're completely numb and yeah. and no i get it this is a big game but but i mean he's still young i'll be right. the old man of this group he's still young and yeah. you don't want to jeopardize his and, past career say he does it's completely numbed up and he hurts it more doesn't realize and they win the game and then He's way far behind, and he, yeah, you get two weeks for the Super Bowl, but now he can't do it. Now he can't do it at all because he just made it way worse. Right, right. I don't know. I don't know. Very interesting. Different ways, different ways. More than one way to skin a cat, and and, and there's no right, no definitively right or wrong answer, but but it is all very interesting. Yep. So in the end, who do you, who do you guys think win this weekend? I got Bengals birds. Yeah, Bengals birds. I think I'm gonna go Bengals birds too. Yeah. I, I gotta go the same way. I'm a bit biased being Eagles fans, but what hey. time do the Steelers play? <laughs> September. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe late August. If, yeah. I know, I know. That's a rebuilding year. And, and uh, listen, I have to say that, but Tomlin. How I, in the hell did they pull that off? There was some crazy thing I heard about him that in his entire career he's played like two meaningless games like two games his entire career where it didn't matter wow like because like they they were already out of the playoffs right like yeah we're fortunate man that's we've, had, we've had a good run in the last 25 years yeah uh, i would say that they're, they're pretty much almost always competitive relevant at least part of the picture and, yeah. and as a steeler fan it's, it's spectacular i mean it's a great organization right they have right. The most Super Bowls at almost anybody. Yeah, I, tied with the Patriots. I don't know what the, whatever the case is. Tied um, with Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, basically yeah, <laughs> one person. Um, Maybe not even because yeah. he went to Tampa. And, yeah, right. Yeah. But I mean, you know, you have um, Tom Mike Tomlin, who I don't think he's ever had a losing season ever. Not, right? not yet. Yeah, yeah. This he, looked like this was going to be the year, was, and then they pulled it out of pulled right. the rabbit out of the hat. That's a whole different beast. Of great culture, you know. Right. I mean, that's what you see with these teams, right? You have right. the Bengals, the Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati Bengals, the Kansas City Chiefs, all great teams with a good culture who are this winning product. And I mean, Andy Reid's the only coach in, in the NFL who's won 10 playoff games with two separate franchises. And he did it Amazing. in both both conferences, AFC and NFC, which is pretty impressive. He doesn't get enough you credit. Know? Yeah. Absolutely not enough credit. No, I, I grew up Steeler fan. I was always a Steeler fan. And, and I grew up in New York. And so, like, the NFC equivalent would have been, like, I rooted for the Giants. And, uh, and then uh, 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, I... I moved to New Jersey and then eventually to South Jersey and, and eventually I'm on board. I forgo the New York Giants and I'm, I'm all in on, 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 on the Eagles, unless of course they're playing the Steelers and that and that, that's where my, my, my loyalty will, will always lie. But um, kinda gotten lucky, man. I've gotten that's the only place I've gotten lucky. You know, I was an Islander fan growing up. That lasted till I was like six. <laughs> Maybe eight. and they, they really haven't. Been, the last couple of years have been pretty good. And I was a Knicks fan growing up. They're pretty good for a few years there. Mm-hmm. Worst franchise in sports for a very long time, as far as I'm concerned. I'm a Mets fan. Might be good soon. Might be. It's been a while. 
yeah, yeah. Spending a zillion dollars, you might get it right. Eventually, I hope. I <laughs> One hope. day. But anyway, right, right, right. So, so I am on board on the Eagles. Um, I really hope that they, they win this game. I am worried. I do think San Francisco is a very, very good team. Can't I, overlook them. You cannot overlook them. I think they're going to win. I got to go. I got to go Eagles and Cincinnati as well, just like the, the, the two of you. But um, we'll I see. don't know. It'll be fun. It'll Championship be exciting. Championship Sunday, like I said, my favorite weekend of the football season. For, For whatever sure. reason, I love it. I'll be right there. Section 243. Lucky dog, man. There you go. Yeah. Lucky guy. Yep. Enjoy it. Yeah. That doesn't happen often. Or well, doesn't enjoy well, it now, right? Yeah, like, the last NFC Championship game at home was unbelievable. So yeah, against the Vikings. So we'll hope uh, hope for a repeat performance. Who anyway. cares? Just win. Just oh, win. Awesome. Yeah. No, no. Whatever it takes, just win. Just right? win. Yeah. All right. So before we go ahead and close out our tap here, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors, Reconstructive Orthopedics with our eight locations and focus on you approach. The Energy Lab, the region's premier sports performance center and destination. Neck of the Woods Brewing Company, serving us up the coldest beers while we produce this podcast. And lastly, Timberware Productions, who helps us all behind the scenes. It puts us all together for all you folks out there. So we want to thank you. Enjoy your, enjoy your time and uh, have a great night, everybody.